We were going to have Arthur the Plant as a guest, but he was feeling a little potrizzy. It's GRD's Weekly. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships to see. Welcome to GRD's Weekly, episode number... 309? <laughs> I don't even know why we play this game. It's ridiculous. Was that close? Uh, 359. We're in, we're in the 300s on this particular version of this show that's been around for far, far too long. So, yeah. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, you might notice things look a little different because, oh my gosh, we have guests tonight. Huh? What? Crazy. I know. I know, and I'm, I'm going to try not to geek out far too much. I, I already have. So the folks that are bringing things to you tonight, the woman that you really need to listen to, that there's the flinstress. You better stop talking foolishness and give me an answer. The man who really knows himself, it's podcasting Dred Secret. What did I tell you about being funny? I'm not. I'm the guy who sees the problem with the world. I'm the wonderful Billy Flynn. There are too many people in this world who ask questions, and far, far too many who get answers. And two legendary gentlemen who have made the book Claptrap that I've been geeking out over for weeks and showing you all the time. Uh, the man who had to explain to his friends why he wrote this silly, silly book. It's Desmond Devlin. Finally had something personal to say. And, <laughs> and the man who answered the allegations that his art angers and divides people. It is Tom Richmond. <laughs> My book. White Hayden Coon don't have none of that bullshit. Not at all. What did you do, Geeky, this week, yo? Wow. Well, I'm going to start with something that I forgot from my Geeky Week last time, what? which is Marvel's Echo. Yes. Echo, oh my goodness, that was really phenomenal. So it's on Disney Plus. They're building this under the Marvel Spotlight, which means you don't. Uh, apparently you don't have to have like all of the MCU knowledge beforehand to enjoy the show. Even though there were like what three, maybe four characters who had made their way in other things um, without spoiling it. I'm not going to say who, but the authenticity of the native American like representation, they apparently have a whole dub of the show in the, um, why am I blinking? What was the language? It was, um, was it Choctaw or it was, Cherokee. I can't remember which. I feel terrible. Chata? I can't remember which tribe it was. No, you're, you're channeling Tim McGraw. It, but it was super. <laughs> it was super. <laughs> but my baby's a Chippewa. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, yeah. that's, wow. Okay. Wow. That's um, It was, that's a song. I was just it quoting is. a song. I, no, I understand. Um, but no, that show was phenomenal. And just the visual effects, like we don't do drugs, but man, if you did drugs, this show, <laughs> right? This show would be a good one for drugs. We don't I'm do just drugs. Saying. Excuse don't me. do drugs, kids. Yeah, sorry. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, um, that'd be terrible. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, wow. Uh-huh. And then the other thing, sometimes when people recommend a show to us, we mainline it. So we watched two seasons in the span of like, what, a four days, maybe five days Something of like the bear. The Have bear. you guys heard of the bear? I've so the bear is set in Chicago. It's um, a restaurant. The guy just won like the main lead actor whose name I can't remember. Just who kind of looks like Gene Wilder. Have you seen this whole like conspiracy theory that he's Gene Wilder's grandson? Oh, I don't I know. Could, I could sort of see My that now that you say that. Right? Right? Just a little bit in like certain angles. Anyway, but it's just like it's one of those shows that's like funny but also heartwarming and like all these people have redemption arcs. So it kind of reminds me of like Ted Lasso sort of in a way with, with just as many curse words you know because Richie's kind of like Roy Kent and like you know you sort of see some of these it's not like a one for one thing and there's no 
soccer our, at all, but it is really fun. Our main guy was like working at the world's best restaurant like a year earlier, but his brother committed suicide and he had like a sandwich shop. So he comes to run his brother's sandwich shop and now they're going to turn it into an official straight up. Into a fine dining fine restaurant. Dining restaurant. And it's just, it's just a really, really and, like and I don't laugh. Know who these people know but like the cast they get for these minor characters like right these like guest stars Oliver Platt Joel McHale <laughs> is in the show for five minutes Jamie Lee Curtis is in the show like so many people wow. are just in the show she's a major show. character too I think right she's their mom <laughs> yeah she's got two episodes yeah. really so far but both times she is just bringing it like nobody's business yeah, so it's just fabulous. I mean, as somebody who really likes restaurants, as a patron, that's really my only experience. I've never worked as a chef or done anything behind the scenes. So, uh, you know, and chef reality shows are probably not all that real. Top Chef and um, all of those cooking shows, Hell's Kitchen. So it was, just, I mean, even though this was also a work of fiction, it was still just kind of, it felt like you were also getting a glimpse into that world of like what it's really like. And it doesn't sound like that much fun, really. I mean, creative, <laughs> but like hours and hours I mean like you have to dedicate your whole life to that you can't do anything else you can't have a relationship if you're going to be like a a major chef so I don't know it was a cool show though my wife has been trying to get me to watch that show actually so now I'll have to maybe I'll have to uh, it is good it is well worth your time all right. I really like it. And there's only two seasons out so far, so it's like it's a it's an they're 30 minute episodes except for one there was like one random hour long episode in the middle of it all, who knows. But And like, what was funny yeah. is that episode wasn't called The Bear. What what, what is their name? They're the Bears Berisanos? Berisanos. The Berisanos. Right. So this was like their Christmas, you know, the whole family's home for Christmas. So that episode was The Berisanos. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah, but it does a really good job of to like addressing mental health issues in an authentic way. It's just yeah, it's just a really just a good show. It's hard to like describe it, but it's really pretty good. Um, and then I love all things Star Wars. So the Bad Batch, the Bad is Batch back. is back. I love the Bad Batch. Yes. I, I have to say, I know a lot of people, you know, hate on some of the animated stuff, or maybe not hate on it per se, but like, well, I mean, there's plenty of hate in the Star Wars universe. We know this, right? But. Um, I just mean, you know, people sometimes don't give as much love to the animated stuff as they do the live action stuff, but The Bad Batch is a great show. And so, so, uh, so that's, we're four episodes into season three for The Bad Batch. And they did a little bit of a time jump in this one. You're not entirely sure in this last episode how much time has passed, but it's had to be like months to a year, maybe. I was, you know, people's hair got longer. So, yeah, they don't yeah, say star dates in this one. Jump. There's no star dates in this one. So, that's a different show. And I also noticed they took their helmet off in some foreign land, and they never considered that they wouldn't be able to breathe the air. Like, that's just not really a trope that you find in the Star Wars universe. Have you ever noticed that? That they just go to all these planets and just assume they can breathe. All There's planets no, are like, M-class planets. They're, mm-hmm. I guess, and I mean, it's just basic, interesting. Yeah. Right, as a sci-fi fan of other genres to think about, that they don't even consider the fact that they wouldn't be able to breathe. It's just, of course <laughs> they can. Air is just air. But, um, yeah, if you haven't checked out The Bad Batch, I highly recommend it. And um, I probably forgot, like, 80 million things, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that has been my geeky week. Cool. Uh, started watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the Donald Glover uh, series. Okay. 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 It's good. Really? So, hmm. Yes. Here, here's what I will say. Okay. Uh, you remember how the uh, original live-action tick didn't uh, deal with the. Um, I know, I know. I got to see where this is going. Yeah, you know. They didn't actually deal with the um, the fighting 
like if they fought a good guy or a bad guy or anything like that, you'd always see the leading up to and the aftermath. It was all the downtime moments. That's primarily what Mr. And that's what primarily what Mr. Mrs. Smith is where you're seeing the spy stuff before, like the setup of the mission, the things leading up to it, maybe okay. some following of the person. Okay. But you don't see a lot of the action. And if you do, it's maybe five minutes. But it's it's just, it, it's really well acted. You've got these awkward, quirky people that have no qualms with killing people and how they try to human. And so it's not what you would expect in any way, shape, or form. Donald Glover is ridiculously charming. Uh, the gal, I can't remember treasure. her name. Yeah, exactly. And the gal that they have on that show, I can't remember what her name is. Um, no, I got to look this up. She's fantastic. And just just everybody in is great. Parker Posey was just uh, in an episode. I think uh, Ron Perlman's coming up in another one. Um, uh, Billy Campbell. Rocketeer. Yeah, uh, he was. Uh, hey, he was got in, my uh, attention. You led with that. You buried the lead there, if, yeah, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> if you lead with <laughs> but, Billy Campbell, I'm very interested. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's just such a good show, and it's a slow burn show. Okay. But it's 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 a hundred percent worth it because it's just Donald Glover being ridiculously charming, uh-huh. and um, the 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 gal in that is just the, the right kind of. Uh, like that difficult, not quite fitting in with other people, but trying to, and just really good. Uh, watch the, excuse me for a moment. Her name is Maya um, Erskine. Erskine. Okay. I yeah. thought that's what she it was, but it was been in a ton of other things. No, she will be, though. I mean, she's just damn good. Um, but yeah, highly recommend it. And it's not uh, not one of those shows that, you know, if you're going in expecting action and everything like that, but it's a nice slow burn. Uh, just really good. Um, the Avatar live action series, I loved it. Anybody who's just like, well, it's not like the the cartoon. Of course not. The cartoon was perfection. <laughs> They're not going to keep up with it. And M Night Shyamalan can go away because his was trash. <laughs> but this is a damn good show. And in fact, a lot of people have said that the. Um, well, the creators left it. They had creative differences. Well, that was because the uh, producers wanted to stick as close to the original, and the creators were like, eh, we want to do some different stuff. And they're like, no, no, you can't. We're not setting ourselves up for that. Um, so, I mean, it's it's the the kids act like kids. They're not precocious or anything like that. They just act like kids who are stuck in this, like, crazy situation. Cool. Um the the bending actually looks like it would be like it was in the cartoon where the moves are manipulating things versus the uh, Shawshank Redemption one where you know they would do the move and then the thing would it just eh. anyway um, and Little Soldier Boy was done perfectly in that because there was only one way it could have been done and they did it so all in all and uh, just fantastic um, and uh, just Soulja finished Boy makes up. me think of uh, like what is was the boys right. Yeah. Totally different, Soulja Boy. Or the song, the hip hop jam. Well, that, yeah. that's where I went. I was going to drop some lyrics on you, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well, and that's the th- that's the thing that I mean, we geeks we love identifying with the things that we love, but we also love to identify with the things that we hate. That's why there is such Star Wars, Star Trek. Uh, the, our, <laughs> our, our our gentleman guests today, Mad Magazine versus Cracked, like. 
you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to pick a favorite. You can enjoy both of them. So, However, that being said, Mad was obviously our favorite. Some of us right. could work for both of those magazines, couldn't we, Tom? <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. So, you know, we, because we identify with the things that we hate, a lot of times when something new comes out, a lot of geeks have to identify as hating on it. Don't. Don't be a dick. Just enjoy it. it it's a thing. It's not going to be as perfect as you want it to be. Enjoy it for what it is. Unless it's the M. Night Shyamalan version. <laughs> um, wow. And I'm ready to start season three of Resident Alien. Okay. Uh, we just we, like, we, we fired it up, started the first episode, couldn't remember a damn thing of what was going on. So we went back halfway through season two and watched <laughs> up to it. And we finished that actually just before uh, I came in here to do the show. Wow. So that's. Has been my geeky week. A lot of really good. Oh, and I downloaded Helldivers 2, which I need to start playing at some point in time with my kid because that's just going to be ridiculous fun. Aw, aren't you a sweet dad? Gentlemen, which one of you would like to do it first? So you would just do like anything, anything you've been up to lately. Yeah. Do you do anything geeky does? Sort of. I've been doing a lot of boring stuff that has nothing to do with geekiness or entertainment, but. Um, I guess, do, do people know a character named Alan Partridge from British television? Yes. Okay. So I just the other day I just realized it, there's, there's so many different formats and programs. The guy's been doing it for about 30 years, and he's done TV series, and he's done um, streaming shows, and he's done he did a movie, he's done books. I said I got to sort of like organize all this chronologically and like start from the beginning and go through it all. It's um, it's, it's a very funny character. Um, Started on radio of all just as any format you can think oh, of, he was on. Yeah. He's, he's basically like this very untalented, very self-centered, very, um, very sort of you know prejudiced and you know guy who's determined to have a career in BBC or things like that. And he keeps like getting footholds and losing. But it's, it's basically it's sort of like you know. Um, how to describe it? It's, it's yeah. It's basically, it's basically it's a bad person who sort of. Doesn't mean well, but doesn't you know, isn't harmful either. They're just sort of stumbling through his, you know, really substandard career. And like an announcer it? and presenter, and you know, um, and whatever, whatever jobs you get usually go wrong in the end. So uh, it's 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 very it's very good comedy, and I recommend that for anybody. But uh, the trouble is, at this point, there's about eighteen or nineteen different chapters, and there's like seven seven episode series, one episode series. 14 is I just I just went on um, Wikipedia and said let me, let me write all this down and I, I can see <laughs> what I've seen and what I haven't seen what I missed so, so there's, there's more planning for the future than enjoy this past week <laughs> oh yeah we're fans That's of Red Dwarf geeky. so we understand the, the uh, series <laughs> how Smeg, those go Smeg and A <laughs> well let's see what did I do um, I don't do a lot of geeky stuff I guess <clears throat> says the guy TV with wise. Batman behind him <laughs> Yeah, you could say you polished yeah, your whole life. that thing, and that would. I went, I went on patrol, you know, four times. I'm I'm just trying to see where the 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 bat pole is. How you get into that office? But I can't. Go oh, the, the the Shakespeare bust is just it's to the, the right side of the camera. He'd have to move that, that way so his bust is right over there. If you see it, yeah, in the back, right? Yep. Boom. There it is. Where's the red phone? Uh, it turns on. It turns on my light table. Actually, the nice. There you yeah. go. There you go. You made it but, um, oh, oh yeah, God. it works. <laughs> um, you know, I guess. I guess I did watch. Uh, 
I binge watched the last season of True Detective. I don't know how geeky that is, but <gasps> sure. Yes, no, we talk about whatever you can geek yeah. out over anything. I'm waiting. If you're a geek and you do it, it makes it geeky. I yeah, so, that's true. So um, anyway, anything Jodie Foster is in is always awesome. So I had to watch that Have one. Have you watched I, all of the um, seasons up until this point? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I liked. Um, I wasn't too wild about season two with. Uh, yeah, no one is. No, yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. It was okay, but the first season, season was amazing. Was so um, yeah. it was like nothing else on television at the time. I think, and so yeah. I mean. Impossible to kind of top that. I can keep up with that. And we no. did the spoof in Mad. Des, did you write that or did Arnie no. write that? No. I think it was, I'm almost sure it was Arnie. It was Arnie. Okay. I know, I know, I'm positive it wasn't me. I'm pretty sure it was Arnie. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah. So I can watch you it. But everything I, you've ever written? That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a, I have a geeky Saturday planned. Yes. Mm. So um, my son, my youngest is my son, Tom, and his wife are coming over and, um, my wife and I and he and they are going to watch uh, the first Dune again. Okay. In our home theater, and then we're going to the theater to watch uh, Dune two. Nice. So we're gonna so have a Dune marathon. You're gonna go David Lynch to the new one. That's so weird. Uh, no, I'm gonna skip the David Lynch one. Oh, oh, the first of the new <laughs> okay. series, and then. I saw that one in the theater, believe it or not, the David Lynch Dune. <laughs> I had to sneak in because I was like 17 years old. Um, and I was, it was like, talk about being on drugs. I mean, that <laughs> was, that was crazy, but, uh, I did oh, I like bet. the first one. I thought the first one was great and I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a Frank Herbert, um, aficionado. So I've read those books many times. And, uh, so I did like how the, how they handled the first one and it's a complex That's story. So, yeah. well, that is, you know, to, I appreciate David Lynch. So, you know, on one level, but it was not book and when they're like we're gonna do it again i'm like this is one of those things that you just really can't film and they did a really damn good job filming it they did yeah i kind of got the way you know what lynch did where he he couldn't he he couldn't uh explain the whole you know bene Gesserit uh (laughs) you know fighting technique that the that the um Atreides had developed, so he came up with this goofy sonic voice box thing yes. that was a substitute <laughs> yeah. for it. And it was like, oh, you had to make a MacGuffin instead of, uh, you know, uh, the training, having that being all part of it. But I kind of get it. It was it was fun. I still enjoyed it. I still see Patrick Stewart as Gurney Halleck, no matter how hard <laughs> I try. But um, anyway, so that we're going to do that. And I, I actually spent part of this week doing the next cover of Mad. So. Ooh. Hey. Nice. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Our actual job from Mad Magazine. <laughs> One of the two new pages in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Which exactly. has a total of five new pages. Yes! Fair enough. So I don't know how geeky you can consider this, but I, I've I've knocked out the first two episodes of Feud, Capote and the Sparrows. <laughs> what? Uh, look, Ryan Murphy. Okay, I love Ryan Murphy. He does American Horror Story. He did Feud with the Betty and Joan, the Betty Davis, Joan, uh, Joan, okay. and, uh, Joan Crawford thing, and, and I love that. And Truman Capote, look, there's a scene in the second episode that is actually of him filming Murder by Death. So you kind of have to love this on one level. If you know anything about Truman Capote, it's totally worth doing it. And maybe that's just part of my old school Hollywood mentality thing that I have. That's why it works. I understand it's it's a little strange, but um, 
You know, I'm, I'm going to mean that for the run. Uh, something I did discover and find, and, and that I probably should have found earlier, is Louder Milk. It's a Ron Livingston sitcom. Yeah. Yeah, in which he is a recovering alcoholic who now runs, uh, you know, basically... Oh, what do they call themselves? Sober friends, as someone described. Is that the ripoff of AA? And he goes, yeah. So <laughs> it ran for That's three amazing. seasons. Remember when AT&T had a streaming service? Yeah, nobody no, does. No. It was on the AT&T streaming service, and they got canceled when that network kind of just disappeared. There was no longer a streaming oh. service. But, like, you know, there's, there's some cool people in that, too. Brian Regan is one of the people in his group, if you're an old-school 80s stand-up guy. Nice. Brian Regan is killing it. Wow kills it in this it is incredible will sasso is his roommate and sponsor so i mean you're gonna have a good time it's uncomfortable in some places as it should be because you're talking about addiction but yeah man wow no that's that's really good stuff okay here's something you forgot to talk about we watched we watched spirited away oh Oh, yeah yes it was time i've seen princess mononoke but i hadn't seen a whole lot of um, Miyazaki's movies. And, and I'm like, oh, okay, no, of, I'm gonna have to. Of all the things them. that I've, you know, exposed you to, Star Wars, Star Trek, everything. How did I? How did we not really go through a Miyazaki phase? How did we not do a Studio Ghibli? Phase? I don't understand. But yes, Lord God, Spirited Away is so good. It's it's not my favorite of his films, but it's still a damn fine time that I recommend to any and everybody because that's good. I am again going to just massively say to the entire world, holy God, you should be watching the new Quantum Leap. Season two wrapped up. They they do just the best season finales. They really do. Oh, my God. There's already some it talk. It be good because you hardly ever recommend like a network TV. It's a network TV show. show. It's a network TV oh, I show. something else on my list, too. And I'm about yeah. to talk about that next. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, you yeah. know, you damn well know I am, girl. I, I saved it for you. I appreciate that. But no, the, the, the new, this, this Quantum Leap, it's, it's got ties to the original. I want a third season. There's some grumblings that maybe it's not, and I'm pissed off about that because I really, really like what they've done. And this final episode was just the trippiest damn thing ever, and it's fantastic. The other thing she forgot on the list is we've watched se- season, we've watched episode three of Trap. Tracker. The another, Justin, you know, oh, that's right. totally network TV show. It's another network TV show. Colton Shaw. Colton Shaw. Colter, yeah. Around the country, like collecting rewards when people are lost. He's a rescuist. A show, but it stars the one, the only Justin Hartley. And in this oh. episode, at the beginning, he did get stabbed, so he had oh, to take no, his, shirt take his shirt, shirt, shirt off. Take his shirt off. Shucky dang what a shocker! He had to take his shirt off on the show. In episode two, he I didn't. I even own shirts. Well, in episode two, <laughs> he kept it on. There was no, there was no natural reason right. in episode two for him to have to take his shirt off. So, but they certainly wrote a natural reason in episode three. Yes, they did. All right. So, <laughs> and and again, he was in a towel within five minutes of the first episode. Yes, he was. They, oh, you just need a water bottle. We were here for. They, they're like, hey, that guy, that that Flynn guy's watching. Um, yeah, but no, I, I like his. Favorite, but we weren't willing to slog through. This is us. No, to, uh, <laughs> it wasn't enough of him. Then, but he uh, is on screen ninety five percent of the time in this show. I, I can't. I, I can't. Like, I like the creators of that show. It's the guy who, who created Gallivant and yeah. the Neighbors, and it had uh, James Roday in it. And I like. Uh, but but I Milo Ventimiglia with a mustache. I can't do that. I can't. I'm sorry. 
He's got to be. Oh, that was the breaking point for you. He's got to be mustacheless. I'm sorry that that's 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 how that works. But no, his character. This time, I, I said for the first episode, something I liked is how he talks, the way he talks to people, and how he discusses the odds of you know how something is and is not going to work. Uh-oh. He gets to do that to some. I don't know where she's gone. To some uh, you know rather uh. funny funny things. But uh, so yeah. So ah uh, tracker. I digress. So on the Switch, in, in your classic uh, sections, they've got you know the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, the N64, the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, and the Sega Genesis that they're putting old games for on. In the NES, very recently, they've added RC Pro-Am. Oh, wow. I oh, love so that you game. remember? Thank you, right? How damn oh, good yeah. was RC Pro-Am? That yeah. game was, was terrible. What? Did you and just it had like the worst graphics and like no? It's like an old school. It's like an old game. It was yes, an old game. But it wasn't an old game when we first started playing it. <laughs> That's what it you're missing. Oh my god, you're watching you're the kind of person who watches Citizen Kane and just be like, mm, I know a bunch of shows that do those tricks already. For folks that are not familiar with this, yes, RC Pro M is about you racing RC cars. <laughs> so and it was done by Rare. You know Rare. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a very early Rare game. Really? Yes, that, that was by Rare. So, oh, no kidding. They did Battletoads, and of course, now rocking it out with Sea of Thieves. Right. Brought us our Donkey Kong Country. You know, it's, these mm-hmm. guys know how to make a game. So it is, it is if, you've got, if you've got your Switch, if you've got access to the old games, go play that for a while. And don't forget that you now can save state at any point. So if you get really far into it, save your game. And if you crash, you don't have to start all over again. You just start from that save point. Nice. Yes. It's it's you know it's like the game genie is back. It really is. It really <laughs> is. So I'm not on it now. We will be on it tomorrow night when we play Jackbox. But I finally bought the gaming computer. Really? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I got it. It was on. It was six hundred dollars off. It's like, hey, this is a good time to do this. Yes, it is. Well, we'll have to chat so we can get you streaming, sir. Uh, right, right, exactly. That's well, what, more importantly, so he can play Star Wars Outlaws when yes, that comes out. Yes, when right? Star Wars Outlaws comes out, that is the main reason. However, yes. so I, I think I told everybody this a long time ago, but you know uh, that Marvel's Avengers game that was everywhere, that was on Steam, and they lost the license to be able to do mm-hmm. it, so the game and all of the downloadable content went on sale for five bucks, and my mm-hmm. kid got it for me, and I'm like, I don't have anything that runs this, like, but you might one day. Well, mm-hmm. I do, and I've been playing it. <laughs> And nice. if you're a Kamala Khan fan, you're going to have a damn good time with this. This is highly centered around her and her interactions with the Avengers. I recommend, I have not, whatever the problem that people had, because people have problems with all kinds of stuff, and I don't know what that is. Uh, I haven't got to that yet. I'm sure I will at some point, and then I can tell you it sucks. But for right now, I'm having, I'm having a damn fine time with that. And I need to get another trackball, because I'm now using an older one, and it's slightly messy but I will be able to push this button with no problem. The wonderful Billy Flynn looks at what Chad and Abby are up to now. If you know what TV show they're on this week, you could win yourself a prize. (laughs) It's your further adventures of Chad and Abby update. Abby comes to the conclusion that Chad is not the best role model for the kids, and she thinks it's his long and not entirely true stories is the reason they're not doing the chores they're supposed to. Then her pregnant friend, who lost her husband, is thinking of not keeping a baby. So, of course, she hilariously goes into labor in typical sitcom fashion. And everyone's like, look, keep the kid. It's wonderful. Keep the kid. Abby has a super tough day, and she's not able to deal with the kids. But Chad comes to the rescue and makes everything work. 
totally shocking her. Sometimes Abby feels like she's in Hell's Town, and Chad's just trying to have some good times, especially in a house of kids who are breaking unfastened, fracturing wobbly, shattering insecure. Hashtag Chabby. Forever. Looks like you've got mail waiting. Hello, GRD crew. I just remembered that I hadn't sent in my Chabby entry. I had planned to watch the live stream on Twitch last week when I was in Denver for work, but didn't make it back to my hotel room in time. When I saw the announcement inviting people to watch, I had to con- <laughs> I had a conscious thought of being able to post in the comments during the live stream. I know where Chad and Abby are. As it turns out, if I'd been able to watch the stream live, I would have been able to do that very thing because I know that Chad and Abby are on Boy Meets World. That is from Jay Radimus. And yes, Jay Radimus, last week... Chad and Abby were indeed on Boy Meets World. So, yay. That's a relatively mainstream show. It wow. is. Right? Right? Running out of obscure TV. This is, a, this is a random contest thing that we do where he gives like these weird clues and people guess what TV show they're on. It, it, it's got a whole bigger backstory than that. But we have a lot of people who like call in and play this game. But anyway, so Boy Meets World. Wow. Congratulations, Jared. Yes, yes, Jared. And it, it all involves days of our lives. Very long story. I won't bore you. But yes, and so you've got a couple of weeks if you want to throw in some uh, clues, some guesses to where they are on this particular show. The next episode, we will draw the winner for February and give you a fantastic prize. And, you know, if you're a video game person, I've got a whole new swath of video games to choose from, including a vast collection of Street Fighter games. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. So always, by all means, won't you please drop us a note? It is podcast at geekradiodaily.com. Or, of course, you can send a voicemail or text message to the magic numbers of 510-GRD-CRIL. See, he did. And next time we're going to get the guys to do it and see how sexy it <laughs> That'll be sexy, baby. Sexy. We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com. Hi, kids. Space Ghost here, and you are barking a happy tune with Geek Radio Daily. Oh, what the heck is that? I don't know, but they sure smell like bad cup of soup. (laughs) No, that's why there's X-Body Spray. So, hey, kids, yes, if you've been paying attention, if you've ever been to a live show, you know that if we have guests, generally we do something a little different. It's time to play the multiverse's favorite guessing game. Do you know the truth when you hear it? Shut up! Can you spot a lie? Oh, hell no! Play along with the GRD crew as they decide... Shut up! Or, oh, hell no. Indeed, and this time we got not one but two participants, both Desmond Devlin and Tom Richmond, will be giving us quote-unquote true facts about themselves, and we will discern whether or not that is a show enough or oh, hell no. Gentlemen, trick us if you can. <laughs> okay, I'm keeping score. Yeah, she's okay. keeping score. And so you'll say your true fact, that way and I then won't win. we will decide if we think that you are right or wrong. And we can go uh, alphabetically. If we're not right or wrong, but if we think it's true or not, yeah. Hmm? <laughs> right or wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I said the wrong thing. All right. I think they would. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Do it. Do it. All right, I'll start. 
Okay, I once had to take shelter during a rocket attack in Kandahar, Afghanistan. <laughs> wow, we got really real all of a sudden. Holy hell. <laughs> hey, Justin, I'm to take a shirt off. A rocket attack, Jesus. I, I, oh, was... I feel like I would be unpatriotic if I think that he didn't. Like, he didn't potentially serve the country. I don't, I don't, man. Man. I'm going with show enough. First of all, thank you for your service and you know, show enough. <laughs> Look, okay, some, Flynn? sometimes you need people that can do, you know, moving you know, sketch art. Th- show enough. Show enough. All right. Show enough. Am I supposed to reveal yeah, here's yes or no yep. right now? Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, show enough. Woo-hoo! Okay. Right, score update. You're following along at home. The score is one to one to one. So you didn't want any follow up on that? You're just like, that's cool. That's fine. That's awesome. You did that? No, I do want to know. I do want to know. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I. What well, the service were you at? I, I never served no. in, the, uh, mm. in the armed services, but uh, I was on. That's one hell of a wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> I was on uh, multiple USO tours uh, as a cartoonist. We traveled to war sense. zones that and would sense. draw for the troops and entertain them while we were there. And I was in Afghanistan, Iraq, Kuwait. Uh, all sorts of places like that. And we were on uh, Kandahar Airfield in, in Afghanistan in, I think, 2000, maybe seven or eight. And uh, there was a rocket attack on the base, and we all had to dive under the tables. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's a good story. Actually, that. I actually buried my underwear in the sand. Um, <laughs> and it's probably still there. Dirty bomb. left a piece of you behind. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's either a dirty bomb or there's this massive palm tree that has grown from that spot. No, guys, I just launched my own scuds. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but no, that, for breeze. That's awesome that, wow. that you did that for the USO. That's I, nice. I, part, I'm not going to lie. Part of me was hoping it would be, no, it was Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Des. Oh, okay. Well, you know, mine isn't my first one is not as violent, but some, some emotional violence. I was um, I was supposed to be taken out to dinner for my birthday today because my birthday is February 29th and it doesn't come that often. And when this popped up, we had to postpone it. So I'm here <gasps> instead of there. Huh. Oh, hell no. Why would you do that? <laughs> um, no. Oh, my God. Is it, is it really your birthday? No, you can't. Oh, she hasn't oh, 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 answered yet, dude. I'm trying to get us a hint here, guys. I understand. Um, You're not allowed to boldface ask him the answer. <laughs> that was not in the rules. Um, if I'm you could text me real quick. Here, okay. <laughs> this, no, I, this I falls didn't immediately under the Google him, so, but I did earlier, so it's probably still in my browser window. Okay, no, I'm going to go with, oh, hell no, because... I mean, as much as I would appreciate that, that's really kind of you. I, well, I can't imagine that. Just to, just, right. to, just to keep the score even between all of us, I'm going to say, oh, hell no, because if if Tom couldn't do it last time, I'm going to say, no, you'd rather be at a party than with us. So, oh, hell no. What you got? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, Rich never answered. <laughs> oh, you I'm never answered? Say, no, not, not really. Uh, I am going to stick with the answer of, oh, hell no. Okay. Specifically because he's a writer. And oh. writers are known to craft BS. I like that. So That's I think nice. I think it's really cool it, to have a leap date. I thought the whole point of this game is to craft BS. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Everybody knows. Anyway, well, the answer is no, it was not my birthday. Oh. <laughs> you all win. Right. When is your birthday? Oh, I don't want to say. Uh, maybe I'll special up too. <laughs> oh. oh. 
Oh, all right. That's we're saying. currently two to two to two. I'm going to say something different from you guys anyway, no matter what. Okay. So, all right, Tom, hit us with a true fact. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got suspended in high school for a caricature I drew of the vice principal. Yes. True. True. Show enough. <laughs> Artist mad. Yes. I'm going to say, no, no, no. I'm going to say, oh, hell no, because I think you're, um, you just changed like one little bit of it, and maybe it was actually the principal. Oh. <laughs> I've right, also I, I also had some encounters with vice principals, so I know I know the bane they can be. Show enough. I'm a, I'm a, I'm stick with my answer. Show enough. Okay, what you got? All right. Uh oh, hell no. Oh. <laughs> I did get suspended in high school, but not for drawing a caricature of the principal. I got suspended for being in an air band competition. <laughs> and we uh, we uh, we used illegal pyrotechnics and almost set fire to the gymnasium. So no, they weren't we air got... pyrotechnics. Come on, you're an air band. <laughs> no, they were real pyrotechnics. Oh my god, that's great. That's flipping great. That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> Love it. I didn't go to jail, but I did. I did get suspended. You got a juvie back then. <laughs> Damn, I knew I should have stuck with my gut. Knew I should have stuck with my gut. All right. Okay. Des, any pyrotechnics in your next turn? <laughs> I hope not, but because it's about flammable matter. So I said, I've got a, a big comic collection, which hasn't grown in many years, but in the middle of it, I've got a complete run of the original Justice League, a complete run of the original Spider-Man, and of course, all of the Mad Issues. True or false? <laughs> oh. Ooh, huh. Y'all are good at this game. Huh. Original Spider-Man. Mm. Not all in mints. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I'm going to be a jerk about it and say, oh, hell no, because I don't think you have Amazing Fantasy 15. What you got, guys? That, that's not Spider-Man. Okay, rich, oh, rich, oh, rich. I know, I know. No, 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 no. Don't help them. Don't help them. <laughs> so that's a different that's a different I understand. Item. I understand. <laughs> and there's only 15 of them. Well, I'm also I'm also think there's two other issues that are very hard to find for collectors. So, but, but I'm not oh, okay, I'm, I'm not supposed to be telling them. Yes, no, please. What do y'all think? Like I I'm also gonna, don't have the brave and bold issue. There's the first justice. League, but <laughs> I'm going to say oh hell no because it's not the Justice League. It's a full collection of Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do have that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going with show enough because I want to believe. Uh, well, I do have a complete run of the Justice League uh-huh. and not the other two. Oh. <laughs> All right. It's still tied up, though, because I got the last one and you got the. So but, but very We're quickly, very quickly. I do have the Detective Comics issue that has the Beatles in it, but they're not really the Beatles. Yes, please. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your collection is really random. It It, it is. But yeah, I got that same book. I got a good strip. Oh, see, Saul McCartwright, absolutely. I know it. The, the solutions are on this cover, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was. <laughs> I'm working on getting a complete collection of the Flaming Carrot. If that counts. Is, is it okay to spoil the surprise of that issue? I could do it. <laughs> Wait, I don't have a spoilers thing set up yet. <laughs> I don't think. You know the Paul McCartney. Did you see Billy Flynn's eyes right? just light up? He's like, <laughs> yes, please. Well, I mean, there's a rumor back in the '60s that Paul McCartney had died, and the Beatles covered it up. So mm-hmm. you've probably heard of that, right? So this is basically somehow Batman and Robin, they try to figure out who killed him. And it turns out 
he's actually the the Paul McCartney version. The story is the only one who's alive. It's actually the other three. The other three died. died. <laughs> twist ending. Huh? Huh? Didn't see like it coming. It. Didn't see it coming. Oh, okay. Sorry. When you were talking about having every episode of Mad Magazine, Billy Flynn does too, like a lot of them in his comic book collection. But I just remembered that we also had this, and I'm totally derailing the whole game. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. That is cool. It's in rough shape, but well, yeah, we yeah. actually play it. Yeah. We still actually play it. That game is I do wacky. have a complete run of the Mad Magazines, but not the comic books. So they're too expensive ah. for all the contents anyway. So I, I don't like to spend thousands of dollars just to like tick off a box. Right. No <laughs> do doubt. they give you copies of the ones that you write and work on? I mean, is that kind oh, of sure. part of the deal? Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. You give free copies of Mad? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I got yours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, funny. All right, whose turn is it? I've lost track. I got distracted. I distracted my own time. Oh, my turn. Tom. Yeah. All right. All right. Now this is a tough one. Okay. <clears throat> Don't think you guys are all going to get it. Serious face. You ready? My yeah. favorite superhero is Superman. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think this is. Hmm. This is right? a trick question because this is we're clever. Not seeing, we're not seeing the other side of the room. No, no, no. Right, right. But this is the this is that beautiful moment where now do I tell them that and then just set up a Batman right behind me to f with them? See, I caught myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good That's job, an expensive prank, <laughs> right? Yeah. But if you're gonna prank someone to that level, you, you, you know we're, we're the one. Doesn't seem like a half-assed kind of guy. I think you're more interesting than that. I think you're more interesting than that. I'm going to say, oh, hell no. What you got, Rich? I'm going to say in certain ways, yes. <laughs> but you're not my me. answer is, oh, hell no. Okay, thank you. Everyone knows Everyone knows Batman is best. Go ahead. Well, it's uh, oh, hell no. Yeah, Batman. Woo! Batman rules. Yes. Yes. That See, is a costume, by the way. I can wear it. What's your I dare you. Favorite thing about Batman is it the fact that like he wasn't like an alien that's super powered and he had to like turn himself into a hero or his code of ethics or what is it about Batman? Uh, to be honest with you, I was a Batman fan when I was so little that I don't even remember why I loved Batman. When I was like two years old, I would run Maybe around pajamas. with a towel yeah. around my you know tied around my uh, thing. I watched the Adam West show. You know, when um, when I was a really little kid and it just that got me into comics and uh, I started, you know, um, discovering other superheroes. But Batman was always my favorite. So, oh, dance with one. Oh, yeah, I can do it. Have you worn the costume? Do you wear it? Oh, yeah. I used to take my kids trick or treating with it. (laughs) Oh, badass. We'd go up to the doors and they'd be like Smurfs or something. And then I'd knock on the door and the people would open the door and they'd see Batman standing there. And then they'd be like, just a minute. And then they'd go and get me a beer. So I'd come home with uh, a pillowcase full of beers and the, the kids would have all the candy. All right. So DC Comics. I love justice. Great. <laughs> all right. DC Comics. Where the hell is my Batman Smurfs crossover? <laughs> Yes. So all the girls got jello shots and the kids got candy. Yeah. We had a couple nice. years. It was great. The next year people were like, was this the house with the jello? Yes. Like, yes. But and is. but for like every ten kids, the parents would be the parents, the kid would be like, I want one. No, my, this is for mommy. <laughs> now which well, I Batman, still which, uh, which Batman suit is that? Is that the Michael Keaton? No, no, that's that's the Val Kilmer. 
okay. like yeah. what they call the panther suit. Oh yeah, because okay. because the neck is really thin. It's just like really mm-hmm. sleek. I mean, it's got the nipples, but chicks dig the nipples. So, Val Kilmer's the only true Batman. We all know that. <laughs> I still wear it when I um, when you on Halloween. I hand out candy, and there are kids like families come off from all over to Batman's house to get candy, <laughs> or that's what they tell me. But <laughs> actually, it's because able to fit in it all these years. That my wife. My wife gives out full-size candy bars. Full That's why they bars. really get oh, into our house. You know? Batman. Never, never mind that Batman hands them out. Yeah, maybe. A little bit of both. <laughs> okay. All right, Des. All right, next one. Um, when I was about 12 years old, I'm not going to vouch for the year exact, but when I was about 12 years old, um, Bill Gaines chased me out of his office at Mad Magazine. Huh. Huh. See, I think I should know the answer to that. I really do think I should know the answer to that. F it. I want that to be true. Hell yeah. <laughs> Show enough. I agree. Show I want enough. that to be true. I do mean, I'm Show sorry. Enough. I was so excited. I got mixed up. I kind of went both ways with my answer. <laughs> you said enough. What do you think, Rich? He's, he said enough, yeah. I, I want he it. wants I want it to be it. true. It's like uh, when we all vote I'm for the wrong one in Jackbox because we want it to be. Mm-hmm. I'm going for oh, hell no. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, it's it's basically true. So, um, oh. man, man used to have a thing. They'd let Shut people go into office tours. And somehow my mom found out about that. So I went in for two of them when I was a little kid. Um, and the second one, it's basically, it's, it's, a, it's basically an office. It's not, it's, it's sort of exciting, but it's also just sort of very bureaucratic in a lot of ways. A lot of paper, a lot of, you know, stuff, um, boxes of things. And so this, the first time I went, they gave me the tour or whatever. The second time they started doing it again and I'd seen it. So I just started wandering around in the other direction. <laughs> so I saw like the King Kong head in, that Bill Gaines had inside his office. He used to have, it's a paper mache King Kong that Sergio Aragon is made for. He's got it hanging on the window. So it looks like King Kong's looking in the window. So I went awesome. in to look at that. I started looking around and then all of a sudden I hear a voice behind me goes, Hello! And I turned around and it's Bill Gaines sitting at the... T- I didn't realize I'd walked into Bill Gaines' office. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and my reaction was to go, ah, and run out of the office. <laughs> as, as any normal person would, yeah. So, he, wow. so I, he didn't exactly chase me out. I'm going to say that's a slight exaggeration, but otherwise it's entirely true. <laughs> you know, I think we should all get points on that one. <laughs> no, I, I think I think it's close enough on that. So, mm-hmm. so what's the score? Okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm going to cheat at the end anyway. Right. So Remember, she's keeping score, so she wins. I mean, so what's no. the score? What's the score? Um. Oh, did you really want to know? Well, I, I, I have I'm, four points. Rich and you are tied with five points. Oh, down by one. Look at you. Yeah, really? still anybody's game, people. Anybody's True. game. This is the longest I've, I've been in the top on <laughs> one of these. That's what all right. Said. Hey, now my turn again. Okay, Tom. yes, sir. Um, I was told to f off by Tony Soprano. Huh. Ooh. Huh. Sounds like something he'd say. I'm going with show enough. Show enough. Hell no. Uh oh. Uh oh. So did you, Billy, did you... Uh, show enough. Show oh, enough. Show enough. He says, yes, it will. It happened. Hey. Uh, show enough. Show Okay, yeah. tell us the story. What happened with that? Well, I did a... Uh, he read the parody. 
I did a piece. Well, I didn't do the parody for Mad, uh, no. but they did a piece called A Mad Peek Behind the Scenes of the Sopranos. And it was a two-page spread with, like, the entire cast sort of on set with all these gags going on. And uh, it came out, and uh, one of the producers on the show contacted Matt and wanted to buy the original and also get prints made of it, like big prints, because he wanted to give it to the cast at the end of the season for their rap party. That's nice. Yeah. So I had him all, so he contacted me and I had him all printed up and I said, I'll tell you what, I, can I send you an extra one and you can have some cast members sign it for me and send it back to me? And Good, he said, yeah. sure. So uh, I got it back. But the thing is that in the, in the parody, I drew uh, James Gandolfini uh, standing next to the Bada Bing uh, stage <laughs> and he's, he's smoking a cigar and he's, he's got this wife beater on in this big fat gut and it says body by gabagool on it (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome so (laughs) yeah so he signed it f you nice james gandler you think it's funny just because i'm a little bit bigger right now because the guy got gabagool and you guys got to do this god that's proudly hanging in my studio okay as it should be right oh that's the good stuff that's pretty great all right, we're in the home stretch here. The score is currently five. Uh, Rich also has five. And unsurprisingly, Billy Flynn is currently in the lead. What? I'm in the lead points. in this game? What? Okay. Yeah. We've got time for a few more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I've got questions. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go back to Batman. Um, I met Bob Kane when I was little, and he drew a Batman head on my um, convention booklet. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Look me in the eye. Look. A poker face? Oh, hell no. Hell no. Okay. What you got? What you got? Show now. I say, you say show now? She's going to show now. I say, now. oh, hell no, it was Bill Finger. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I met him, and he drew the card. <laughs> I said, what? He never oh, drew it cool. in life inside head, but he drew it. <laughs> So I've heard a bunch of stories about how Bob Kane was kind of an ass to people. So I was like, no, there's no way he did something that cool. He was the nicest guy. To me. Really? I'm glad very, to hear that. Very kind. I'm so I'm surprised he didn't turn around and pay some kid to draw Batman for you <laughs> and then assign his name to it. So I, I, he could draw the little pointy head with the cowl at the end of the neck, and that's it. That's all I could vouch for. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Pretty cool. I did not meet Bill Finger. So. <laughs> Damn. So that makes you tied with me now. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is this our tiebreaker? Right, is this going to happen? All right. Um, and this is your last one, I think. So this is my last one? Okay. So I'll uh-huh. do a good one. So uh, in, the, in our book, Claptrap, we did a parody of the Blues Brothers. False. <laughs> so I did. No, I've seen it. So I did uh, caricatures of Dan Aykroyd as El, Elwood Blues. But that isn't the first time I've ever done a caricature of Dan Aykroyd as an SNL character in a published comic book. Oh, show enough. <laughs> You're saying show enough? Okay. Mm-hmm. Show enough. Show enough. I'm going to go. Oh, hell no. Uh oh, here it is. Did you weigh in, Billy? I did. Show enough. Yeah. Show okay. enough. It's show enough. Show enough. Oh! 
I drew uh, I drew a mini series for Marvel in like 1995 called the Coneheads. Oh, the Cone! Yes, it was the Coneheads. That's right. I knew that in the back of my brain. I knew that. Yeah, the back of my brain. I knew it was that. it was inked by Marie Severin. Wow. That, yes. Yeah. That's right. Oh awesome. my god. You know, I've got that somewhere in my. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sir. Dig through your comics. All right, yeah, we last one. and this one is where, okay, now the current score is Billy Flynn has seven, yeah. and Rich has five. Oh, six. No, you're up to six, Yay. and I'm also at six, so. I'm number two. Um, and this number. one, this last question is worth ten points. So none of the others mattered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm just- um, remind, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Tom's uh, Batman suit reminded me he may have might have a nice collectible, but unlike myself, did he ever go, walk up to the stiff front stage along the runway of the Miss America pageant in New Jersey while wearing a rubber Batman mask? Oh, so you because I claim up I did. Front of the stage, not actually, not actually on the runway, <coughs> beside the runway, all the way up to the front. Show sure enough. Hmm. Damn, that's a good. That's a. I'm gonna say schnuff. Okay. You know what? <laughs> apparently, apparently, you're a wild kid, and I think this is a wild kid story. So, show enough. Why not? Okay. Well, it is not a wild kid story because I was much too old when I did do it. <laughs> yeah, I did. That did happen. <laughs> Yes! I was, I was actually oh, at a bachelor wow. party for my friends from college, and they decided to be fun to go to the Miss America pageant, and we were acting up the entire weekend, and I just decided I was going to do a little game, how close can you get to the Miss America stage while dressed as a Batman cut? Yeah. And wow. I walked, all the way, I walked all the way up, almost, to the fr- almost literally to the front of the stage, and then two security guards came over and said, <laughs> what are you, where are you going? And I said, um, don't worry, citizen, I'm on the drop. <laughs> <laughs> and they said you have to go and then I went oh my god <laughs> oh my god it's me my friends so <laughs> oh so wow. wait a minute does that mean I won that does mean that you are yay congratulations Billy thank you and I already have the and prize pick- yay <laughs> the prize. oh so, wait a minute wait a minute your- hold it what Batman yeah <laughs> <laughs> Everything Batman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and can I say so how much I really do? I did love this Joker one. God, I love that one so much. That was so great. That was so cool. If we don't give you a chance to ask a couple of questions of these guys, I know that you would you'd be um, feeling pretty sad. So, do you want to go ahead I and absolutely ask do. some of your burning questions? Do. So, Des, if we can get real for a moment. All right. Have you finally forgiven your? Episode. Have you finally forgiven yourself for not winning the Ace Award for Rumor Has It? Um, yes, I, I get to that story. <laughs> um, that was, I was working at MTV and that was a show I was on that for some reason was nominated for Best Game Show and an awards that nobody cares about. <laughs> I don't exist anymore. <laughs> and, um, and, and for the kids out there, the Ace Awards were the awards for cable excellence. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, here's, here's um, number six. When I was working on Rumor Has It, yeah. one of my co-writers on the staff um, did he get rich because he got a piece of rent the movie, the Broadway play? <laughs> wow. <the> answer, yes. <laughs> oh, probably no, no, because they always gyp those people. <laughs> no, no, he, he basically he was involved at the very beginning. Didn't didn't have anything to do with the 
show itself, but because you were had, put, had so much input at the beginning, right. you end up getting a cut wow. of it. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Right, so, Tom, what preparation did you do to truly capture the feel of Married with Children for the comics? <laughs> I watched the you show like a lot. To pull up some obscure stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I can still draw that living room right out of my head. Yeah. I know where, <laughs> I know where all the furniture is. It had this weird, like, 45-degree angle uh, brick wall with a desk on it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, it's uh, I I did that I just did that thing over and over and over and over again. Okay, drove me crazy. Cool. Unless you think about the fact that our brain is kind of finite and how much we can hold in it, and that's occupying a space that could be for something else. <laughs> I but know. It's, no, no, it's important. It's kind of cool. It's important. You still remember all your kids' names, right? Mm, most of that them. one, the other. You know, yeah. <laughs> so oh, I mean, whoever has the best answer for this, could we do a Kickstarter for you to actually make? The Blood Bounce movie. <laughs> wow, what is that? Please, this is a great story. You'll love this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you don't remember it. I, I do not remember the Blood Bounce. You don't remember Blood Bounce? Oh, I, I mean, that I was a gag that you wrote in the for the Die Hard. All the all the Die Hards uh, in a building. Oh, a die Hards okay, okay. <laughs> die Hard on a pogo stick. Yeah, yeah that, that, Die Hard on a pogo stick would be called Blood Bounce. <laughs> We're going to do clap trap spin-offs now. Okay, I got it. Wow. I remember all your gags, and you don't remember all your gags. Dude, you got the free copies of it. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tom, what do you... You spend more time drawing the gags than it does for him to come up with it. That's true. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, it took three weeks for him to think of Blood Bounce. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, see... Because okay, again and again, I'm I'm going to just 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 rail and and talk about this book so much because I I just I do I do love this I completely love what you did, so let's be completely honest with each other. My thing is weird. Push. I'm happy to be pimping it. So, so <laughs> yes, this kids in out there. This is 100 percent absolutely one of the Mad well, Magazines. So people can't see it. No, goddamn. I've got a cover on. I've got a cover of it. On, on it's right there. It's it's on right it's on the me. screen. It's on the screen for everyone to see. Blinding me with science. Well, good. An exclamation point clap trap will of course bring up the link in the chat. It is 100 percent one of the great big Mad Magazine super specials you bought in the summer with money you made uh, cutting the grass. It's fantastic, <laughs> and and it's so. When you said you were doing, when you said you were doing this to get the the final Star Wars thing, it, it was just like I was like, oh, because yeah, I I actually had that thought when Mad was stopping. One of my thoughts was, holy God, they're not going to get to finish Star Wars. I literally had that thought when this happened, and so they you literally could, cut. They announced they weren't doing any more parodies like a month or two before the movie came out. Right, and I'm like, no, <laughs> it, was that clo- it was that close to the bone. And I'm like, well, do they have one done already? Is it still going to ha- no? What? So it was crazy. So I, I love that if if you ever if you ever read Mad magazine at all the spirit is still totally there the first effing page on the blues brothers when they're doing the wonderful moment where you get to introduce all the characters and say who they are you actually have the director of the film pop up to say that he's there and say the magic words that normally it was nice to work on a film where no one lost their head (laughs) that that is that is i laughed so hard i was like yep right there i know what we're in for and I didn't know. 
And if you if you said it in one of the things, I, I totally missed it, but I didn't know. But when I get to the end of that and saw that there was like a small little comedic thing between the parodies, I my, the kid in me just screamed for joy. I'm like, oh my god, yes! Because if for nothing else, even if you're not big on the movie parodies, they've got a seg a couple of segments in here where they take movie quotes but then put them into a scene from another movie. And it's genius. It's effing genius how well that works. And and I can't say enough about that. Everyone should really, really, really read that. So, I mean, seriously, you, you just like, you were like, the last Star Wars movie has to be done, so we're just going to make a damn book? Is that that's really how this conversation went? Well, I had the, I had the idea of doing a book like this. And, I went, and Tom was like Mr. Parody, you know, in the art department. So I, I met up with him in New York and just proposed it to him. And he thought it was a good idea. And the first thing we were going to do was Star Wars because each of us had independently had people come to us complaining of exactly the thing you just said. <laughs> but they, 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 they did every Star Wars movie and now suddenly there's no Mad and there's no Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so, so, you know, at the time, actually, you know, Tom will say that... Um, the, the original plan for the book was going to be like a half and half book, like six old movies and six current movies mm-hmm. that, you know, that would come out like, you know, from the time that Matt stopped doing parodies up until we had the book done. Um, and Tom will tell you what happened to that plan. Right. Uh, 2020 <laughs> happened to that plan. <laughs> there were no happens, new movies. No new movies. <laughs> yeah. So we went all old, except for the Star Wars, which was in the plan from the beginning. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Oh, how did you find yeah. the Kickstarter experience? Was all of that, it, like, how you expected it would go? Um, yes, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we got, we, we knew that we weren't going to, you know, get, get, a, get enough dough to, you know, pay, a, pay like a reasonable page rate. It was going to be a labor of love, so... Um, we just felt like if we needed to get enough that we felt we could print enough copies and, you know, and, 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 and do something. And we got a lot of great support. A lot of people, you know, did some of the higher tiers to help us out. So we didn't have to sell every single copy, but we took all the extra money and printed as many copies as we could. So, you know, we've got lots left over to be able to sell and hint, hint, um, hint. Yeah. <laughs> well, and in fact, Tom, on your site, it is only $30. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can get what? a you yeah. can get a signed copy for seventeen hundred dollars. No, seventy five dollars. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Right. And, and Billy, hold it up. How thick is it, dude? Look, I mean, come on, look at this. Look at this. That dude. is, yeah, it's one hundred twenty four pages. If yes, you it is. One hundred twenty four pages. You guys, he screamed like a little girl color. when he came in the mail. I did. I absolutely did. And and I'm not going to spoil anything. But the last page is going to leave you the biggest stupid smile on your face. It really God, <laughs> really God is. It really God is. It was kind of stupid, wasn't it? it yes, but uh, but but of course, of course, of course, that's the last. Of course, that's the last page. That's that's fantastic. So, oh yeah, okay. Because by the way, how it. difficult is it to fold the back cover to get that? <laughs> you know, that leads into a good question. I like to ask the both of you because you know. Because I've told people, like, they worked for Matt. I'm like, well, you know, they weren't there since the beginning. But, no, the guys, they've been there for a while. So, you know, they were still who – was the, who was the first person? Who, who was the one big person like, oh, my God, I'm finally getting to work with this person? Who, who, was, your, who was your person? Oh, I was like, a bunch, a bunch of people. I, mean, you know. I know. You worked with everybody. <laughs> I don't, no, but, I mean, well, when, when I, first, I first started at Matt, I you know, told this story because I was, I was 19 when I sold my first piece. 
Okay, I was actually I'll, I'll go back. I was I was seventeen. I was in high school, and I was doing my own little humor magazine at, at the high school and selling that to make money. So, um, and then at towards the towards senior, sometime during senior year, I said, "Well, I'm Mads in town. I'll go, you know, see if they have any interest." I called up. I said, "Yo, can I come over and meet with somebody and you know talk to you about what I've done?" And the person on said, "Yeah, come tomorrow." <laughs> I said, "Well, I can't come okay. tomorrow because it's it's a school day." Was it? said, "Come the day after tomorrow." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I cut school, went in, had my little stack of magazines. They went through. And I, so I sat with um, Nick Megalin and John Fakara, and you know, spent an hour going through stuff and asking me questions about the magazine, whatever. And you know, um, John said, yeah, "Here's my you know address. You know, send it to me. You know, when you send things in." And you know, like it would be a year and a half, two years later, I started selling things. And anyway, so to go back to your actual question, so the first people who did my things were like George Woodbridge and Al Jaffe and Don oh. Martin and Jack David and Paul Coker. And it's like, you know, it's ridiculous. Wow. You know? And little me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is crazy. No, but I mean, there's there's a lot of fun things. There's so many wonderful parodies in, in there. And... When you did when the Citizen Kane, I appreciate it on a big level because when I was a kid, and I'd be at flea markets buying the old Mad Magazine productions, I love how the Citizen Kane looks like a '50s style Mad parody, like the mm-hmm. like the ones they did for King Kong and stuff. It has that little bit rough edges kind of thing. I, that was an intentional choice, obviously, right? No, it just worked out that way. We didn't expect it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. no basically, I, I wrote I wrote the script, and Tom's job was to make it work. I mean, so basically, he had to do all the detail work of you know the lettering, and you know, tell them the, you know, tell them the details. <laughs> you had made it look more <laughs> mad. Well, we did two black and white movies, right? We did Psycho, and then we did Citizen Kane, and I didn't want to do I didn't want to handle them both the same way. You know, um, Psycho, uh, the cinematic, you know, look of uh, Hitchcock movies are very unique. And so I wanted to do something that really um, captured that. And so a lot of dramatic lighting, a lot of big blacks and a lot, and kind of a more of a painted sort of a, a looking uh, gray tones. Um, and I didn't think that was going to work very well with Citizen Kane. And since the movie came out, you know before mad we thought <laughs> you know we we should really just do you know like it was done in mad you know at that time so i and i kind of consciously tried to do an homage to you know to the to the kurtzman era mad without without copying any of the artists you know actual work like i didn't want to do a imitation of will elder or something like that i wanted to sort of try to do something that was a little bit more me but um had that flavor but now that I look back at it, I'm like, I just I I channel way more Hollywood than I expected. <laughs> but but you know what? I like how it turned out, and I had a lot of fun with the zipatone and craft tint sort of effects, and and uh, um, you know the way the word bo- the word bubbles work, where they sort of overlap each other in places, and you know that just that whole feel of the Kurtzman era comic book thing was a lot of fun to do. You were searching for something that looked like the font of the old comics, so you found it. You know, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of details, you know, went into these things. <laughs> yeah, that one, and I actually hand lettered the the um, citizen the the title "Cinema's King," 
Um, <laughs> because there was no other way to do. It. I mean, it, I couldn't go find a font <laughs> yeah. to make that work. So I just I just did it in that old that old uh, you know title like hoo ha, you know, sort <laughs> of um, uh, lettering and. Yeah, it, it was it was just fun to kind of break out of the box to do that, and we did a bunch of that. You know, we did. Um, I, I really thought uh, Des is, it was Des's idea to do the um, splash page of um, the Die Hard parody, so they had to turn the book. Yeah. You know, and it was it was uh, vertical, oh, which nice. which was perfect, and it was it was just uh, so we we got to break out of a you know the mad format a bit and do some fun things, and and we didn't have anybody telling us what we could or couldn't do, so for better or worse, right. <laughs> it was all us. Well, if we figure most of our backers, so they know our work, they know Mad, they were looking for something along those lines, like Mad stopped doing that stuff, and Mad's all reprint for the most part now. And so, so people were looking for more of that stuff that they liked, but that was new. But we thought we just just to do that, we wanted to like, put surprises in and try some new things. So basically, so this, you get what you wanted, but then, hey, what's this? What's this? What's this? And it helps break up the book as well. So hopefully that worked for the most part. And the best thing is, is that with that Die Hard thing, it's basically like you guys have your own centerfold. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> my, my blood did turn cold. It really did. It really did. <laughs> That's how that <laughs> I mean, another well, I fun. To ask, go for it, please. Sorry, go ahead. Um, what kind of stuff do you have coming up? I think Tom. I think I saw that you do some workshops. Are you working on anything kind of currently that you have coming out? Anything that you want to sort of promote or share with our audience? Um, not not any like real projects. I'm about to do my fifth uh, sketchbook. I have a mm-hmm. sketchbook series. Every week on my blog, I do a I um, sketch of the week. Uh, and usually run on a theme or something. And for the last year or so, I've been doing television sitcom stars. And I started in the 50s, and I'm up to the 70s now. So, um, And then when I get enough of them, I just collect them in a little booklet. And uh, so I'm going to have that out for convention season, I think, this summer. And um, and then just my usual you know, stuff. Like I said, I just got done doing a cover of Mad. And I do a lot of work for Jeff Dunham. The comedian. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to one of his shows, I do all of his merchandise, and I do a, I do an illustration for each city he's in, uh, for the particular show that he's doing with, like elements from that cool. city. So he keeps me busy doing that, and uh, yeah, and the workshops I started up, I never really got him going after the pandemic because I was so busy working on the book Claptrap, and now I'm. I'm uh, starting them back up again. So those are weekend things where I just get like 12 or 14 artists and uh, we draw together for a whole weekend working on caricature and, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. So how much alcohol would it take for you to make a sequel? (laughs) (laughs) We've talked about it. We don't have no plans yet. Yeah. We just kind of want to see how this goes. We we know how well the, um, the fundraiser part of it started. We still have a, a pile of books and you know, available at Tom's website and elsewhere. And yeah, you know, it's it was, it's still sort of a you know work in progress. How is you know how successful or yeah, it is or, or and it's just sort of looking to that and figure out the mathematics of it. Yeah, it's kind we of love the job. I mean, certainly, you know, you know, Tom and I fought like cats and dogs the whole way. So you know, it's a lot of bad blood. <laughs> we get, but no, um, I, yeah, I, I work with Tom anytime. So it's just a matter of like you know, is it feasible? You know in terms of time and financially and, you know, and in terms of people wanting a second one. 
I mean, I certainly hope so. I mean, I you know, I know for a fact I got ten people to sign up for your Kickstarter. So you know, <laughs> hopefully they sort of spread that. And I really hope people find this because it is it's incredibly funny. It's 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 something. It's been gone for a while because Mad stopped doing this, and it one hundred percent is. It's just wonderful. It's loving, and I could, like I said, I could gush on and on and on and on. But but oh my god, guys, thank you. That was <laughs> this has been tremendous. I'm, I'm going to push this button because I should. Otherwise, I'm going to keep talking. So GRD is licensed in the Creative Commons Attribution Not Commercial Non Derivative Works Nice States. We put a license. Check us out on Facebook and on Twitter. Stop by the website at geekradiodaily.com. Of course, leave a voicemail, text message, all that good stuff. But but, but the emails, podcast at geekradiodaily.com. And yes, I, I did say text message. Put your name in it because for some reason it doesn't. But a voicemail is perfect too and you can just use the magic numbers of 510-GRD-CREW Follow both of these men and throw money their way because it's worth it. Your life will be better if you do. Okay. Links will be in the show. Exactly. Because, you know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're pimping it. It's what we do. I'm not mad! Only, it's only game. You are all weirdos. <laughs> Good night, suckers! Scat. Skedaddle. Adios. Adavadechi. Ciao. Aloha. Fuck off. Oh, I think that's the bat signal. Saul is here! <laughs> Billy, Billy. Oh, how you doing? Hey, Fran, is hey. that you? How was Acapulco sauce? Wonderful, wonderful. Hey, did Mimi go with you, or did she have to stay she home? She had the floor. Sully, how's your pals in the sheriff's department? Boy, you guys spend a little bit too much time in the wrong places. Hey, Sully, is it true that Don Drysdale gave you a sock and a snooker? Old news, Fred. Old news. Business, gents. Got to take care of business. Want to tell you about my new boys, the Wonders. Top ten and fastest ever teen sensation. Caused the worst riot in Texas since Oswald got shot. Check this out. I'm in Detroit. And the Insomniacs up, right? So I go for a drive way out in the boonies. I come across this neon sawdust dive. But what am I seeing? It is jam, jam with kids. And why? Why? I'll tell you why. These wonders are playing music like nectar. My ears do not lie. I sign them. I grab them. And they are here. You think all this British beat stuff is new? Give us another month. One more month and we'll be invading them, won't we, kids? <laughs>